Hokey dokey. Right. So, um, how do we start the show? <laughs> mm. Oh dear. So I'm, I'm not too sure where, um, where Anthony is. Yeah. Do you have his phone number? Do you want to... Let me, um, let me send him another email quickly. Let me quickly get on to WhatsApp. He's probably going to say, what, this Wednesday? Yes, tonight? Surely not. Tonight? What now? I think, I think he must have seen the previous one and thought, aye, aye, I'm not answering the phone to them. Yeah, we're not, we're not going on that one. Add that. Oh. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's blocked me. <laughs> Viewers, if you've seen Father Anthony Chadwick, please call in immediately. Your friends and relatives miss you. Hi, I'm Mike Brampton, and my name is Julian Hope. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. Ah, what are we going to talk about tonight, then, Julian? I've got the foggiest. I'll have a drink, and I'll show you I'll how. Have a drink too. Yeah. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Good. Cheers. You're very good health. Very good. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got, a, we've got a guest on tonight, Mike. Uh, yes, we have. We've we've got a um, quite a distinguished guest again. Um, a, a gentleman from a place called Liverpool. Liverpool, where the Liverbirds came from. That yeah. amazing seventies TV show. Yep, absolutely. And um, so our guest this evening is a gentleman who goes by the name of Father Anthony Chadwick. Father Anthony Chadwick? Yep. And he is probably best known for being the man behind Webinar Vet. Ah, now I know Webinar Vet. I didn't know he was a father. That's, that's okay. very exciting, isn't it? I've never had anyone ecclesiastical uh, on a Zoom meeting. Tell me. He's also into film editing as well. Is he? Mm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, a real so, polymath. Yeah, so he he's um, he, he does his webinar vet thing, mm -hmm. um, which, which I th I've heard is probably the most highly subscribed to veterinary webinar service in the UK. But we can ask. I believe it is. I've, I've used it. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, I've been on it. You've been on it. Yeah. Doing capnography. No, I was doing blood pressure. Ah, excellent. Yeah. Doing blood pressure. Um, he plays guitar. Does he? He does. Presumably for communion. We'll ask him that. Mm. We'll ask him that. He, he's supposed to be here by now. <laughs> well, maybe there was a late confession to be taken. Quite possibly. The webinar vet's waiting. Oh, oh. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> it's Anthony Chadwick. Anthony Chadwick. Hello there. No, no, you, you're on mute. <laughs> I do apologise, Mr. Brampton. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm running a bit late. I apologise. Thanks for the call. That was a reminder. <laughs> Better late than never. Really good to see you, Anthony. I'm, I'm Julian. Oh, hiya, Julian. Right to see you. Have you met Julian before, Anthony? I don't know if we have. Have we? we have, I think we have. Yeah, BSAVA Congress. Uh, right. A year or so back. Um, well, I would say two youngsters and and you're the old man mike because i mean you know me and julian were kind of you know we're we're quite young in comparison to springtime of our youth really still aren't we yes aren't we? i would of course yeah yeah okay well on on, on that note then I, i'm, I'm going to share my screen then with with, with you anthony because <laughs> i've been doing some research on on you and um oh Oh, that's that's bands from Liverpool, isn't it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Famous, let's go back. From Liverpool, but here, um, obviously, yes. you are very familiar with um, with webinars and with blogs. Yes. And um, it's interesting here that uh, Liverpool comes up in this particular blog. Yeah, it's interesting so, there, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's very clear here that independent after, bishop. You didn't realise, did you? I, I didn't I we have no idea, Anthony, that after you graduated, you converted from the Jesuit faith and became yes. ordained as a Roman Catholic. Yes, all good, an Anglican Roman Catholic or an Anglican Catholic. Yes, an Anglican Catholic. indeed. Yes. We had no idea. 
Yes. No, well, that, I think that's another father. That's another Anthony Chadwick, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Hold up, Mike. You haven't done you've game. The, you've, you've, you've asked the wrong man to come on. Terrible. And Anthony, I'm so sorry. Mike, I, th- I thought Mike had got it right this time. I was getting quite excited because the previous five guests, he's fucked up a little bit and Googled yes. the wrong one. And yes. it's been very embarrassing. And I thought everything seemed to fit because you're from Liverpool and this was Liverpool. And Yes. And then you mentioned the church a moment ago. And I thought, yeah. well, great. At long last, Mike's got something right. But No. It's becoming a trend. It's becoming yeah, a trend, Julian. <laughs> those, those questions gone. Um, so, so we don't have this conundrum as to whether we call you doctor or father? Yeah, just mister. Just yeah, just I'm mister. one of those. I, I'm... Um, Next month, I'm 30 years qualified, and we were just playing on misters then. But I think it is great that you know um, young vets can call themselves doctor now because I think there is a a feeling of a bit of an inferiority with doctors. Uh, so I think it was a good thing to bring in, but um, I'm not in a big rush to to change and no, become I must a doctor. Say, when, when, it first, when it first started, when we were first told that we uh, we could call ourselves a doctor. Uh, I said to a, a GP friend of mine, uh, she's married to, to an ENT specialist, so she's doctor, he's mister. And I said, you know, I, I don't really see the point. You know, I've, I've been quite happy as a mister uh, for the 20 odd years I've been uh, qualified so far. And he said, no, 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 you absolutely must. You must take on doctor. I said, well, why? He said, look, you get an upgrade on a plane nine times out of 10. Yes. So... I've done that. I haven't got an upgrade yet, but of course we, we can't travel anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> isn't, isn't that one of those interesting conundrums between human medicine and veterinary medicine in that the, the, the human medics will take five years to qualify as a doctor? Yes. And they then spend another four or five years or, or sometimes even longer qualifying again as a surgeon to become a mister or a, or a miss or a, or a missus. And yeah. so technically the, the veterinary field qualify as veterinary surgeons. Mm. So you've already got that surgical qualification. That <clears throat> humans are moving from a doctor, mm. doctorship to, to go on to the mister and missus, but it's interesting. Well, I just think, you know, we as vets were more holistic. We're just, better than doctors let's face it even the english language thinks that when you when you want to sort of screw around with something you doctor it when you want to check that it's absolutely perfect you vet it don't you so absolutely you know i'm quite happy to be a vet rather than a doctor to be honest so i'll, I'll keep it nice and simple I'm, I'm with you anthony cheers cheers to that to us in all seriousness i've done a lot of a lot of research tonight into yes. the kittens can they be in my box <laughs> Well, yeah, but I, I looked up, I, knowing that you're into music, because you are into music, aren't you? And yes. I know that and hopefully you're going to play a nice song for us this evening, mm. um, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to, to listening to. Um, so I looked up, because Liverpool is, is really, it's, it's quite a centre for musical mm. heritage, isn't it? Um, with, with bands like Echo and Bunnymen and Frankie Goes to Hollywood, there's Atomic Kitten Look. Yeah, they're all yeah. good. The yeah, Lars. Jerry and the Pacemakers, <coughs> and of course yeah. we all know the teardrop explodes. Yes, and the wombats, and, and the lightning seeds. I like them. Lightning seeds, and the Christians, very famous around here. He's done a few gigs yeah. in the local area. Yeah, yeah. Are, they, are they still going? Yeah, I, we saw him a couple of years ago in Crosby. He was uh, singing at one of the little festivals that we had in the town centre. So yeah, I know he's still around. Yeah, so, and of course, you don't always realise the high school works there. I, I don't even knew, I don't think I even knew they were a Liverpool band. So there we go. Well, there, there you go. That that comes up in this thing: ten things you probably didn't know about Liverpool, and and one of them that the uh, the icicle works uh, sort of set the scene in the the whole Liverpool scene. Yeah. No, I didn't realise they was a Scouse band actually. Yeah. And, and other great bands like Carcass. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I must admit that they're not one that's on my uh, top list of playlists, so I, I'm not too sure about them, to be honest. We, we, I will no doubt look them up now after right. this, Mike. So you're adding to my vocab, which is well, good. I will make a the scaffold. The scaffold were fantastic. They did uh, Lily the Pink, didn't they? Ah, right. Uh, did uh, Lily the Pink? I think that's Lily the Pink. And the Lotus Eaters. Now, I, I don't know whether they are the same, whether they're... Uh, Named from the um, Alfred Lord Tennyson poem, courage, he said, and pointed towards the land. The rolling wave will roll ashoreward soon. Remember that one? They they, they came upon the land of, uh, of lotus eaters. Uh, but Eddie, I'm probably digressing. Really famous bands, aren't there? In yeah, that's yeah. All, all, and and I did, of course, <laughs> miss out one of the most famous, um, and that, of course, is Silla Black. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of big bands from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, we've we've just covered all of that. So that's we've great. gone over pretty much everybody there. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's a we, pretty comprehensive we, list, I think. So we may have missed out one or two, but you know, everybody can make a mistake, can't they? Like I that. Think so. I mean, Mike, Mike's pretty good at his googling. That's, that's no, no, I don't think I've missed anybody out there. Yeah. And no. mm. uh, that's all. That's complete. Is it Liverpool or is it Liverpool? Well, it, you could argue the toss, couldn't you? Because of course we have the Liver buildings. Yeah. So it it could it could be Liverpool, and but then I think they used to talk about the brown pool, didn't they? The which was sort of in the colour of a of a liver because we have very uh, sort of estuarine uh, waters, so they're often very brown. So I think that the term came from it being like the liver. Pool in that the pool was very muddy and dark. Right. So that's where it might have come from. If that's the case, why why the liver part? Any idea? Well, you know, this is this is where the English language kind of just likes to throw up, you know, differences, doesn't it? Is it forehead or forehead? Mm. You know, is it physically or phasically? You know, it's all these sort of things that come up to confuse us. It's scone or scone. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Oh. Either either potato, oh, potato. It just no makes one it says confusing, tomato, do they? No, no. I don't know. Do, do the Americans? They say tomato, don't they? They they don't go tomato. They get tomato. Yeah, yeah and you, you can imagine how um, it was George Gershwin from George and Ira Gershwin. Mm. You can you can imagine. Um, Ira saying, George, George, play this. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I, I, I've got to go off and make a cup of tea, but just play this. And he said, you say potato, I say potato. You say tomato, I say tomato. Potato, potato, tomato. To I don't it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. <laughs> if, 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 Julian, if Anthony's going to join us and, and actually play us a song later on, can I um, actually, I, I, I can do this, can't I? I can actually mute. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you see, you see, Anthony, I've got all of the controls here. Oh, uh, this yeah. is this is why I love doing webinars, Mike. You know, because I often am the chair, so I have that control over mute and everything, which is which is always good. Yeah, absolutely. So, um... and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used that on the webinar that I did, didn't you, Anthony? You went, Mike. I'll ask the questions. Thank you very much. Exactly, I I said this is this is my show, this is my show. But so I'm now in your show, so I'm a tad worried. Let, let, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Let, let's, we're going to get a little bit of CPD into this. I want to I want to pin you down on this dermatology. Yes. So with um, you, you're a, a referral dermatologist. Yeah. Uh, how are you coping with uh, teleconsults? So just to sort of give you a, a bit of a history, so I, I qualified in 1990, did the certificate. Uh, unfortunately, the, the certificate changed the year before I did it. So, um, you know, I now, if I had I done the certificate a year earlier, I would have had the initial SAD after my name, yes, yes, yes. which is which is a bit unfortunate. And I don't know whether I went out of the frying pan into the fire because I've now got cert BD after my name. I don't know which is worse or better really so <laughs> ended up with that and then um set up my own practice in liverpool in in 97 and ran that till 2011 when i um wanted to concentrate on the webinars and 
and stuff. Um, and then carried on with my dermatology till 2016. So I actually finished practicing four years ago. But, you know, I think um, telemedicine is, is really sensible. You know, I'm very big into mm -hmm. talking about businesses being digital businesses. And, you know, vets, we, we can be a bit conservative and a bit slow to take on technology. And I remember being at a conference and there was a vet who was speaking and saying, change is happening too quick. We need to slow it down. And the reality is, you know, change happens. We either jump on that wave and, and help to mould it or, or we are dragged along, you know, kicking and squealing. So I think telemedicine is you know, it's something that we should embrace and allows, you know, perhaps that old lady who can't get to the vet to have her, uh, you know, consults, you know, in the comfort of her own home. Mm -hmm. and, but I think what's important is that we as vets lead that. And so it's, it's led from the practice rather than, you know, by a big organisation which has 20, 30 vets consulting on animals that they've never really met before and they don't understand. So they really like preference. So, so what would what would your advice be to the vets that hopefully i mean we've, we've probably got an audience of five we've estimated but 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 hopefully to those and three of them are here yes and one of them's a dog uh, no actually poppy's asleep she's over, she's over there and she's fast asleep already um so so what would your advice be to veterinary practices predominantly i think probably the independent sector yeah. rather than the corporate because the corporates have got their own gurus yes. people working on it but, but you know I, so what, I would say you know i would say that so communication is important um i think using you know tools so having things like um when i talk to a lot of practices even big you know businesses uh pharmaceutical you know and sort of corporate practices you know how many of them really have very good solid uh, email lists of their clients so that they can speak to them regularly you know i think it's becoming a lot more popular now with with the stuff that that recall are doing but you know text reminders people want to know i think that you're staying in touch and you know you may sort of that one time a year send them out a booster reminder but actually they may not want to come in at that time they may want to come in three months later so you know make sure that you're using that kind of um you know that digital um communication to send out a text send out an email of course you know it's also nice to send out that card uh, but i think it's you know marketing on the whole you know as vets we're not necessarily brilliant at some people think it's a bit of a dirty word but you know i, I just think it's really important to you know to get your message out there and you know i think website is important i think facebook is you know the social media so you should have a really strong presence on that but it's interesting you know whenever we've done training on facebook and we charge for it you know very few people turn up for it so you know people haven't really embraced it you know we've got people who have a facebook page and you know obviously some are very good but i would say it's one percent i would say a lot of people you know have a facebook page and then post you know once a month on it you know it's not enough you need to be doing it regularly it, it's almost worse to be doing it sporadically isn't it really yeah i think so i think you know you need to be putting up you know you could do it daily but you know certainly two or three times a week for it to be effective and you build up a real you know community there hmm. um, you know within that you've you've been I mean, during this covid thing i mean I, i've done a number of things on on facebook i did a whole series at the start of um of how trudy was uh, potentially trying to get rid of me because we were in lockdown together and yes i can imagine that mike yeah <laughs> she didn't succeed yeah good good man you stuck in there yeah 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 i yes. I, I, I saw through some of those obvious ones um yes but, but i've noticed the soap on the, the soap on the top step you know you should always spot that shouldn't you really because that's a dangerous one to miss absolutely and the, your, your bath's getting cold dear so i bought in this nice three bar heater keep you warm <laughs> yeah she did that one as well yeah yeah but, but i noticed that you you go live um to do a song yes. on facebook 
Have you tracked how many or how many people are accessing that? And as yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We most of them get you know hundreds. We've had a few in the thousands as well. And you know, I mean, in that sense, I'm not big on numbers because what's been really fascinating is. Um, you know, I have a certain number of likes, and I know your 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 sort of worth is measured by the number of likes you get on a social media post. Worth. But the number of people, yeah, the number of people that you know, I've been speaking to, and they go, "Oh, do you know what? I've been really loving the music because you know it's been in lockdown." And one of my, um, you know, a vet I know quite well was was sort of in isolation really for um, several weeks, and I was, you know, it has eased off a bit. I'm not doing it every day, but certainly for you know a good sort of month to six weeks i hardly missed a day and um you know she said you know that really was helpful for me i got up in the morning and it, it kind of put a little smile on my face mm -hmm. and you know i'm a big believer in you know small actions you know we're not you know there are there are people like churchill he did great great things didn't he and you know there were big things but the majority of us do you know it's do the small things well and you know if, if it makes a difference for one or two people um you know for me that's really significant it's the same with all of the mindfulness stuff that we do you know with the royal college you know obviously we do have a stress problem and we do have you know um you know other problems that we all know about and for me if if that makes a difference that somebody just thinks a bit differently and is a bit more positive about life and you know, it maybe helps get them out of a, you know, a difficult, dark period, then, you know, even if it's just one person, I mean, I've enjoyed myself. So immediately one person has had fun. And I was, was going to say, extras along, that's great. Yes, even if that one person is you, it's worth it. Because as vets, every, every part of our day is trying to get, as small animal practitioners, individual mm. pets better. As a yes. large animal practitioner, it's individual farmers stock better or keep them well. Yeah. But we're concentrating on the individual and, and we often fail then to, to connect the dots. So actually helping an individual fellow human is, is just as important. Mm. And so any little bit of, of, uh, of joy we can spread, any, any uh, stress we can take out of, of somebody's life if but a moment has got to be worth it hasn't it it's, yeah uh, in well, steroid right. in dermatology terms it's the steroid that helps uh, uh, until their their life gets better well, that's yeah. some, we'll talk about dexamethasone later but <laughs> I, I i think that's that's really rather nice actually Anthony, because you you complimented me this evening on on my photographs that i put on facebook mm. and a, a while ago i actually stopped doing that and because I felt that I was getting drawn into the the worth or the value of the photograph was associated with the number of likes or or hearts, however you do that. Yeah. But but the point was, I, I actually stopped, and a, a couple of people wrote to me. They sent me private messages and said, "Why have you stopped putting your photographs up? Because I really look forward to seeing the photograph in the morning." Exactly. It, it brightens my day and I really enjoy it. And would you, would you carry on? So I've, yeah. I've sort of, I've, I've carried on because I, I felt for a while that it was quite narcissistic. Oh, look at my nice photograph. Look how yeah. clever I am at, at photography. Well, you're obviously very talented at it, you know, and it's a thing of beauty and, and, you know, clearly you might have one or two people who, who sort of say, well, why is he always putting all these pictures on? But, the majority of people, I know I'm carrying on, I'm carrying on. <laughs> the majority of people, you know, really like nice things, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they do. And, yeah. and so I, th I think that's very nice. So, so tell me, have you got your guitar with you this evening? I have, it's here. It's my, well, actually, this isn't my guitar. This is uh, my dad's guitar, who All passed right. away a few years ago. It's a beautiful guitar, and I, I, I always have my own guitar as well, but I, I, I seem to play this one. This is a... Um, probably a better guitar than my my own as well. So, all right, okay. Um, so, would, would you be kind? Would you be kind enough to play us a song then this evening? Then let's have a go. Go on then.
love like yours will surely come my way. Every day it's getting faster and everyone says go ahead and ask her. Love like yours will surely come my way. Every day seems a little longer in every way. Love's a little stronger, come what may. Do you ever long for true love from me? Every day it's getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Look like yours will surely come my way. Every day it's getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Look like yours will surely come my way. Ah, hey, ah, hey, Good old Woody Holly. That was fabulous, Anthony. Thank you very much indeed. That was fantastic. Wonderful rendition. Really, really beautiful there, Anthony. Fabulous. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Now, well, again, you know, I I love to sing and it, it brings me joy. And, um, you know, if people don't want to listen, then they can, uh, they can not go on Facebook most days and see my little face smiling and things. So it's... Um, it, it seems to have been something that people enjoyed and, you know, that's a good enough reason to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And if, you've, if you've got a talent, then why not share it? And if you can mm. bring some joy, well, you've certainly brought joy to um, one, two, three. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that the dog's still asleep, Anthony. Well, at least the dog wasn't sort of howling. That was a good sign. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Joy. Music's a great way of bringing people together, it, isn't it? It really is. I, I've, yeah. I've got, um, I've got a, well, three, four guitars, um, and sadly, I, I play them all too rarely. Um, I've got a lovely Washburn, which um, yeah. Well, that, my brilliant. my guitar is a Washburn. But yeah. This my dad's is a Gibson, so I play that. All right. Yeah. yeah really you've, also, you've also got a, a a wobble board and a didgeridoo. Have you not, Julian? Uh, I haven't got a wobble board, I've got a didgeridoo, and yeah. um, um, I'm also learning the clarinet, uh, and uh, I made a mandolin last year that I'm learning, so... Uh, right. Mm, really good. So so what gin are you drinking tonight then, Ante? Not, well, actually, you know, I've got here the, the Adam's Ale, it's, it's Liverpool's finest. I love Adam's Ale, it's fantastic. Now, I have yeah. to say, other... Other ales are available. Yes, we have to say that other ales are available. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, when I say Adam's Ale, I think I just mean water at the moment. What? But I think there is. But I think we do have an Adam's Ale, and it is quite hoppy as well. You're drinking what? uh, I'm drinking water because, you know, I'm not not like a rich vet. I'm just a a digital online personage now, you see. So this is all... This is all I can afford. It's it's a hard I've, life. I've I've topped this up. This is this is just this is water. I topped it up. Uh, as an old yes. bottle. Up in the yeah, I mean it was a bottle you just found. I mean it's sensible. I, I wiped the outside of it and uh, rinsed it yes. out a couple of times, and it's uh, uh, just got <clears throat> a bit I, of tap I, water. I, yeah. <laughs> and I had a bottle earlier as well. Yeah, Liverpool gin. I do like the fact that you're um, you're drinking that in my in my city's honour and my honour. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's all gone now. Do you, do you want to pour another one, Mike? No, I can't. It's gone. Well, let let him have some of your Plymouth gin, and then that yes. should be fine. Just have some of that. Just pass it over to him. Is, is that oh, the full Navy strength there, Julian? No, no. I, I shied off that. This is the. Uh, Forty-one point two. This is the. Why, um, why would I be interested in that then? It's the soft drink version. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Low alcohol gin. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'm not going to drink to that. I'm not going to. But think... we we can get an image. Can you of, of you pouring your drink earlier, Mike? Have you, have you managed to? Um. Absolutely. Well, 
Well, I, I thought you were you not going to comment on on my making of the Liverpool gin earlier. Well, I, I was going to, but you said you're going to pull yourself a double, and yeah, I did. The, one you poured, the one you poured was a quadruple. So I was going to wait until you poured the double you said you were going to and comment on that. It's too late now. It's gone. No, 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 no. Wait, whoa, 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 wait. Is the gin? So tonight, I thought I would pay a homage to our good friend Anthony and make a nice little gin and tonic with Liverpool gin. Valencia orange, 47% proof, this little beauty. So first thing I'm going to do is prepare my glass. And I'm going to do as you've seen me do so many times before. Order a vegetable peeler, zest the orange and put some of that beautiful zest in around the glass. Pre-cooled glass, it's summer. Let's put a nice ice cube in there. Pretty much ready to go. Probably doesn't need it. The gin itself has got a beautiful flavour with a hint of orange in there, but I'm just going to supplement that orange with a quick squeeze there. Right. Oh, I can smell the orange in this. This is lovely. So, I thought tonight I might actually make a double. Out with my trusty swizzle stick and a fever tree Mediterranean tonic with subtle hints of herbs tonight. So let's run that down to there. Just aerating and mixing in the gin. I think that's probably enough. So, Liverpool Valencia Orange, one of our previous guests would probably say Valencia or something like that. So, here's to you Anthony and Liverpool, cheers. Tonight's a good night. See? So, yes. single. Yes. Double. Right. You, you put two of those in, didn't you? Yeah. So that, that's a quadruple. That's four. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. Never mind. Yes. Is that, is that why I finished the bottle? That's why that you finished probably why you finished the bottle, yeah. You can no longer walk straight. I'll have a drink to that. Okay. I, 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 I'm sure I've got my car keys here somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'm fine. <laughs> Just check, just yeah. check you're not drunk by driving a little bit, and then yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you'll have the way to do it. Mm. Yeah. So listen, I, I I think I think to be honest with you, Julian and and Anthony, that it it wasn't necessarily the CPD that I thought it was going to be, but I think the digital CPD and and learning how to cope mm. as a practice in this COVID lockdown and things that practices should be looking at and looking at doing, mm. it, it's, a, it's a bit of a, a bit of a task and it, it's a little bit onerous to think I've got to spend some time mm. on Facebook or, or Twitter or whichever. And, and Facebook is probably the one that most of the population are using. Um, but it's probably well worthwhile in keeping that contact between the practice and the clients explaining from a clinician point of view and, um, and becoming part of, of the community. community now it's easy when yeah, I know. it's a very small village so I, I, think, I, think, I think that personally is valuable CPD and Ooh. so consequently Ooh. we should give a CPD certificate shouldn't we for that I think we should actually I think we should let's have a look let's have a look Okay. I've got a CPD certificate. Now, um, I, I wanted, I normally print something out on the computer, Anthony. Um, it, it's custom made each week. I, I thought 
you deserve something a little bit special. So I've, I've made a CBD certificate uh, using um, uh, Thai black rice. Yes. Uh, some, um, some basmati rice. Yeah. Uh, and some outer leaves of, of, of leek. I like it. I, I do like it. I mean, we may use that with our CPD certificates going forward digitally as well in, in yeah. webinar vets. What you can do, absolutely. What, why not? And then and then I can eat it tomorrow. Is it on rice paper as well? It, it's not on rice paper. No, like I can rinse it off the paper. Yeah, and then just cook it. Yeah. And you've yeah. got a sort of leek and rice soup, haven't you, really? Absolutely, but a well, Tommy Ham sauce would be delicious. It's also yeah, I like I like the idea. Yeah, it, it's very green and it's and it's recycling and it fits in with the environment yeah. policies of, of I, I think the, all three of us and yeah. the whole the whole planet thing. So so okay, I'm sure the RCVS will be accepting this for for the viewers that are watching. And oh, oh, no, 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 they, they they won't they won't because we haven't fulfilled the requirements of CPD. Again, 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 as you know, Anthony, it's no use just watching, passively taking stuff in. Uh, you have to reflect. You have to reflect. Yes. So, uh, should we just... Let's, let's reflect on our CPD. Let's reflect. Mm. That's great. Excellent. I've done enough. I've done enough. But, Mike, I mean, I think it was a really good point because you know i've banged on a bit about um you know being a digital business over the last few years yeah and actually i've said you know if you're not it, your business will become more and more irrelevant and mm -hmm. you know may not be around 10 years time a lot of you know big companies uh, used to last a lot longer you know in our last 10 20 years we've seen companies like kodak go to the wall mm -hmm. because they actually invented the digital camera but then didn't use it Mm. And, you know, they said, well, actually, our business is paper. We don't want something that's, you know, photographic paper. And the business, you know, doesn't really exist anymore, apart from, I think they create cinema, um, film. And yep. that's about yeah. it. And, and I think, you know, coronavirus has, has accelerated that change. And, you know, those businesses who haven't had a digital element to them, you know, had to really sit on their hands and and you know it's difficult to do a lot whereas those who, who have got a digital element you know have been able to continue in some form you know mm -hmm. practices that can take you know uh, drug orders uh, you know maybe over the internet and have things delivered to people's houses you know it's an easier way to stay on so so i would say it's almost now becoming obligatory that you know if you are not more digitally savvy you know, in 12 months, you may not exist as a business. And, and it, I think that applies, you know, to veterinary practice as well. So, I, you know, sadly, I think, you know, in 12 months time, we'll probably, you know, be able to talk about a number of practices that, you know, unfortunately haven't got through this, this very difficult period. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. And in, in some ways, I mean, we, we've been trying to push telemedicine a little bit over the past few, few months maybe years uh, and this has given us the the opening to really crack on yes. and make a thing of it and and i think particularly in the more remote parts of the country where it is difficult for people to get in as you, as you said the yeah. the elderly people who perhaps uh, don't want to drive or can't drive or can't make it out uh, after after dark yeah. there's still then this avenue of seeking veterinary attention, veterinary help. Uh, and it's those practices that make the best ability of using that, the, 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 make the most of the technology there and really push on that, that I think are going to come out of this growing. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. So that, as you say, I think, you know, and it's a message that I try and put out because I think it can make a real difference to people's businesses. So I think it's, you know, it is worth reflecting on it because... You know, as vets, we love our clinical CPD. You know, we want to know how to, you know, fix that dog's leg, how to get that cat's skin better. But actually, you know, like it or not, if we are running a practice, or even if we're not, but we're, you know, within that practice, if, if we don't, um, 
you know, build that digital side in, you know, we could be out of a job or, you know, our business could fail. So I think it's... I think you're, you're absolutely right, Anthony. It's, um, it, I mean, my, I like going out to practice and doing sort of hands-on anesthesia CPD. Mm. That has just gone. That, that doesn't yes. exist anymore. Um, <clears throat> I did my first, um, wasn't really CPD, it was, a, it was a consult, but it was a digital consult with a Swedish client today. Yeah. And um, that's, we were both playing with the technology, we were both using technology mm. we weren't used to, um, but the bottom line was, was that we, we got done what we needed to get done Mm. And in actual fact, I mean, ordinarily, I wouldn't necessarily interface with a Swedish vet. Yes. But suddenly, <laughs> there I was in her practice working with yeah. her on a, a, a case. In this particular instance, it was feline hypertension. Um, yeah. But I was there to work with her on her case, and we got the problem solved. And it, it was, yeah, it was, it was quite rewarding actually both ways. And ordinarily back in the old days, pre-COVID, that wouldn't have happened. That would have been a series of emails or maybe a phone call or something like that. But because we yeah. were forced into that situation, and I think I'm going to, I'm certainly going to start taking more of that into, into what Thames Medical mm. can offer. And, yeah. and try and reach out to our clients and, and do that. Yeah. And, you know, also, I think, you know, you know, I've always been a very committed environmentalist. You know, yeah. uh, we've got one planet. We better look after it as best we can. I think you and I um, should that. Yeah, you know, love, um, obviously, animals and love nature and things. And, you know, I, I'm thrilled that over the 10 years, we've probably saved, you know, millions of miles of travel miles where, you know, vets haven't travelled, had to travel up to Manchester for an evening meeting, you know, but instead they've jumped on a webinar and it's probably been, um, you know, a, a nicer experience, you know, a glass of Sauvignon Blanc in their hand. Mm -hmm. You know, they've, they've put the kids to bed, they've done the... the the training in their PJs or whatever. And these are stories I get told, I'm not making it up. I, and, you know, then get to bed at a sensible time and yeah. the next day they wake up and they've done an hour, an hour and a half of CPD and it hasn't cost them all night to do it. Yeah. And they're a little less stressed and a bit more energetic the next day in the practice. So it's, it's helped the vets. And obviously, you know, I am a vet. I want to try and help, you know, my profession and my, my colleagues. But, you know, also as significant for me is you know, the sort of environmental um, difference that we can make. Mm. And, you know, we have to think in a more sustainable way. And, you know, I, I think, as I said at the beginning, uh, when I was chatting to you, you know, with everything, I always try and see an opportunity and a silver lining. And, you know, coronavirus has obviously been awful, but maybe it will be a reset for us that when it all pans out, it's all finished, we don't go back to the old normal, but the new normal yeah, is, you know, more caring for the environment. But I think you're right. There's got to be something positive we get out of this. Yeah. And, and if it is uh, a new way of working that's on the whole more environmentally friendly, then that's got to be a good bonus. Mm. We've, we've been struggling for the last few years as a practice to get enough consulting rooms. And now we've we've just had several more consulting rooms arrive in the practice digitally. Yeah, absolutely. Here's here's one I'm working from now. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, a huge economical saving and a huge environmental saving to to the practice. Yeah, I'm a big believer in, you know, obviously, you know, bad things happen to us all, and and you know, obviously, in a sense you learn most about yourself and you grow most through adversity and through difficulty rather than when everything is going swimmingly. Absolutely. So, you know, hopefully this, you know, and again, it is, a, you know, I'm not trying to belittle the importance of it because it's been a, a terrible thing that's happened, but if we can turn it around and, and turn it into good, then, you know, maybe there's kind of some purpose to it or whatever. Absolutely. There's got to be some good end to it, isn't there? Yeah. 
Um, and I think this is an ideal opportunity to break the paradigm in most businesses mm-hmm. and think, let's let's move forward. Now, now, I understand, Anthony, that you're into into this football game. Is, is... I am, or soccer, 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 soccer. Yeah, I like Kick, soccer. Kickball. Yes, likes that's the, the one. Likes a beautio with real people. Yes. No, I mean, again, you know, I was born literally uh, on Priory Road. And if you walk straight along Priory Road, you end up at Goodison. If you turn to the left, you end up at Anfield. So I, I could open my window on match day and know what the score was by the roars. Right. So I was, I was that close to the ground. And my dad was a season ticket holder. Uh, the season ticket I inherited when he passed away. So I have been enjoying that marvellous football over the last few years. That, At Goodison uh, Park? That's Jürgen fantastic. Been... So you're, you're an Everson fan? No, 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 a red. The original team in, in Liverpool was, of course, yes. Everton. And they were, the, they were the first team. And they played at, at, at a, a stadium called Anfield Park. That's um, right. And they wouldn't pay the rent when the, the guy put the rent up. And so they moved to Goodison and he said, well, I'd better form my own football team. And of course, that's how Liverpool got formed. Right. But of course, you're an Everton fan, aren't you? No, no. I'm a Liverpool Liverpool fan. Liverpool. Mr. Klopp. Clippity Klopp. So, so, so what's it like playing in a second-hand stadium then? Well, it's been rebuilt a couple of times so it's like it's triggers broom isn't it you know it's got <laughs> three different handles and four different heads you know look after your broom Rodney look after your broom <laughs> but it, no I mean what I've really enjoyed since Klopp has come in is you know you see somebody who's very um you know I, I use him as a mentor because the way he actually manages people is just a quick time out here um, you're you're referring to a gentleman called Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen I think Klopp is the football manager of or the manager of a football team called Liverpool Football Club. That's is that, correct. Is that right? Okay, fair enough. That, that'll bring Julian up to speed. Cause Great. Okay. okay. He yeah, knows yeah. nothing about football. I know about climbing. I can, I can tell you something about climbers, but no, I, no. It is a bit of an obsession in, in Liverpool. I mean, we've just won the league after 30 years. The last time we won the league, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't even a bet. Oh, That's how long ago it was. Oh, it's taken you 30 years to win the league, eh? I know. And we used to win it virtually every year when I was growing up, even through vet school. And then suddenly I qualified as a vet in the July. We'd won the league in the May. And then... We've never won the league since. I speak, I speak Latin and I'm learning Greek, so there's the connection there. Caecilius Istpater. Indeed, Caecilius Istpater. And Metella Est Mater. Yes, and Mama Massa Mater, Mama Samata Samant. I got that first line from book four of the Aeneid. At Regina Yamdudum Saukia Cura, Wolna Alet Venet, at Kaipo Carpterigni. Wow! Wow! I, I I got my first. You're atten- getting emotional. I got my first attention from the Latin master because yes. he asked me to um, to to conjugate the verb verb mitere, which is to to put or to place. Yeah. Met metere metere. Yeah. Well, whichever. But and I sniggered. Metre in French. Yeah, metre in French, but but because it was mito mitis. Which is, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Brampton giggled, so he, he actually got a detention for giggling whilst he was conjugating mitere, the verb in Latin. And, and ever since that day, it, it's funny, that was, that was a transformational time in my life. Yes. Was, um, old old we- Rusty Ballard, as we used to call him, would, would attend <laughs> lessons in his full gowns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had Latin lessons. With, with Rusty Ballard in, in full gown, and he, it, it was Ballard who was not to be argued with. Yeah. And Brampton got a detention from him, which stopped me rugby training for that, that afternoon. Um, we, had a, we had a great Latin teacher, Jeff, Jeff Murphy, absolutely fantastic Latin yeah. teacher, who really brought it alive. 
And so we could talk in a Latin class if we wanted to. We had to speak Latin. Fair enough. Uh, and there was one guy, uh, Stephen Greenfield, who, who just didn't quite get it. Uh, really nice guy, but just Latin was not, not his forte. And I remember we were, we were studying the story of, uh, of Daedalus and Icarus. And um, there's an, uh, one of the lines, uh, Daedalus in hortatus walluit. Daedalus revels in the thrill of flying. And uh, Jeff Murphy said, uh, Stephen, perhaps you could translate this. Daedalus in hortatus walluit. He lived it for a long while. He said, Daedalus was in the flying garden. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I have to say that that detention transformed my view of authority, and that that has probably stayed with me ever since. <laughs> so, if we've got anybody from the RCVS looking to, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so you yeah. you were you were really subservient before then, weren't you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Where where are we? It's um, it's probably ten thirty at night, is it? It's not far off. Quarter past. Yeah, quarter past. Quarter past ten. Um, what have we, we done? We've we've done our CPD. We've done our CPD certificate. We've done we've done CPD CPD certificates. We've done a bit of dermatology. We've done uh, digital marketing. We've done football. Uh, Anthony's played us that fantastic song. Thank you so much for that. Brilliant. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, I've got Seagull here. Oh, oh, we Seagull, yes. Se Are you going to play that? Oh, hang on, bear with me, people, because Anthony, of course, is is probably lesser known as a film editor. W was this one of yours, Anthony? Uh, yeah, I'm, I I quite like swimming next to. Uh, is it a whale shark? It, it whale is shark, indeed a yeah. whale shark, and 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 this sort of sums this up so this is a liver bird a cormorant who's diving yes. down onto a whale shark to steal um, one of his little groomers one of his little groomers absolutely no that wasn't the one that we wanted to share was it that, that's that's pretty amazing though, isn't it? you can tell it's a cormorant because if that had been a great white and the other bird it would have been shagged wouldn't it <laughs> so why are they called liver birds I, I always thought liver birds was that 70s sitcom with Pauline, Pauline, we have um, we have two um, Neris Hughes. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Neris Hughes. Yeah, I remember yeah. her. Brilliant actress. Really. Yeah, really it was a good series. We have two uh, birds that sit on top of the Royal Liver Building, which is one of the three graces where we have a UNESCO uh, heritage waterfront, mm -hmm. and they're all buildings that were built in the you know early part of the 1900s. And they had two um, liver birds put on the top, and they're not cormorants, but they're obviously sort of modelled on cormorants. And they they're actually um, tied down onto mm -hmm. the building. And they say if they have, because if they ever leave the city of Liverpool, the city of Liverpool will no longer exist. So they're the two liver birds. They they are on top of um, the Royal Liver Building in in uh, on the Liverpool waterfront. Right. That's the ravens of the Tower of London, isn't it? Oh no! Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the clock face on I think it's the Liver Building is bigger than Big Ben's clock face. Is it? And then it's the actually the largest clock face in Britain. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, and the there. actual building was then the sorry the largest modeled in in Shanghai is the car, isn't it? Sorry? I was going to say the building um, in Shanghai, the Bunt, I think it's the Bunt it's called, was modelled on the Liver building. Hmm. So there's a very similar building in Shanghai, which is, I think we're actually twinned with Shanghai. Liverpool, I believe, is twinned with um, Shanghai and New York. That is a small city with a big attitude. Absolutely. There is a, there is a story about that went around that they were doing a survey to find out who the second city was in the country. And they went to Birmingham and Birmingham said, well, you know, clearly we're in the centre of the country, um, you know, we're the biggest city after London, you know, clearly we are the second city. And then they went up to Edinburgh and Edinburgh said, well, you know, we're the capital of 
Scotland, clearly, you know, within the United Kingdom, after London, we are the second city. They went to Manchester. Manchester said, you know, we're the northern powerhouse. We've got these two fantastic football teams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, clearly, Manchester is the second city. And then they came to Liverpool and they said, who's the second city? And we said, London. <laughs> so we're, we, we have a big opinion of ourselves sometimes and hence why we end up twinning with New York and Shanghai. Mm, and this is what, this was my mate who, I was sitting watching the telly one Saturday mm. and luckily I had my phone close and he came and, uh, you know, flew up to our window and, and then started banging on the window. I think he wanted a chip putty or something because presumably because <laughs> nobody was out. There wasn't quite as much stuff to scavenge, but uh, a beautiful herringle there. Yeah, gorgeous. A cheeky herringle, but a beautiful mm. one. A uh, that shows, you know, we're that close to the coast because we, we actually have uh, seagulls nesting, you know, on the road and things. Do you? Yeah, on the chimneys and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So is having a good uh, look around. And that is my filming sort of quality, not quite at Mike's level, but still, uh, still nice. Well, pretty good, pretty good. You got a nice close up of a of a herring girl there. Yes, exactly. Down <laughs> <laughs> here in the heart. You put that out live on Facebook on a Saturday afternoon. And it got a lot of likes. I felt I felt needed and and loved. It was good. It got more than me playing it. My only sort of sorrow about it was it got more uh, more views than me actually playing the guitar but you know I'm I'm quite happy to say I, that a seagull has got more talent than me because it probably does I, I think what's quite sad is that you were watching that on a Saturday afternoon and not Liverpool Football Club well it was during the lockdown and they of course it wasn't happening so I, I, I think on that note, we, we should probably raise a glass to Liverpool because they have won the, the league title. Yes. That 20 games before the end of the, the season. So it's a well done, Liverpool. Yeah. Well done. Well Thank done. you. Mike, your glass yeah. is getting quite empty there. Well, uh, you know what that means, don't you, Julian, of course? Pour another one. I think, time I time think, for a joke. I think probably, sadly, it, it is time for a joke. And, and at this point in the show, Anthony, normally what we do is that um, Julian will tell us a joke. Yes. Um, and you pretend it's funny. Yeah. I will do that, I promise. Thank it's you. not a problem. Okay. Tell him whatsoever. But I was, trying to, I was trying to think of a joke that would tie in tonight. And, um, and oddly enough, I was just prompted looking at that, uh, that herring gull video because... I read recently that in uh, in Florida they have a problem with badly behaved uh, porpoises, and um, they, they describe it. I was reading the, the report: there are juvenile adolescent porpoises exhibiting uh, unethical and bad behaviour. Now, whether that means they smoke or, or, or they just mm. go around sort of headbutting great whites or, or, or bathers, or I'm not sure. But it struck me that what you need to do is actually teach those adolescents good manners. Uh, and so I, I hypothesize that perhaps, you know, in, in this makeup world with, with the bad uh, behaved porpoises, just, just down the road in, in South Carolina, they've got porpoises that are really well behaved. And actually, did you know, I looked into it and they have, and they discovered that what happened was with these porpoises that are well behaved, they get taught good manners by seagulls. So if they exhibit bad behaviour, aberrant or abhorrent behaviour, then the seagulls squawk at them or peck them and, and, and you know, therefore sort of show them the, 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 uh, uh, the error of their ways and they, they get better. So what, what the scientists did was to grab a whole load of, of seagulls uh, with a view to bringing them back to Florida and getting them to to teach those uh, porpoises uh, good manners. But unfortunately, they were, they were caught at the border and um, arrested for transporting gulls across the border for immoral porpoises. Oh, <laughs> very good. I like it. I like it. It's a lovely <laughs> play on words. It's always good. Oh, 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 that's one of your better ones, Julian. I'm afraid it really is. 
So on that <laughs> note, let, let, let's let's play a tribute to another man who who I think actually probably played Liverpool quite a lot, although he was predominantly Irish. And but he was ecclesiastical, much like our esteemed guest. He was very ecclesiastical, like Father Anthony. So um, we, we shall raise a glass and um, may may your dog go with you. May your dog go with you too. <laughs> Anthony Chadwick, thank you so much for joining us on Veterinary Ramblings. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if any of the viewers like what you've seen, please just click like or subscribe in the captions below and we'll be happy to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, heart, heart thing. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Oh, oh, look at that. It's, it's, nearly like, it's nearly like the rugby play. Thanks, Julian. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you very much indeed. Good Bye. night, everybody. Thanks all. Bye-bye. Tonight has been positively slick. You know, it's been, it's been it great. Has. Usually there's been, oh, fuck, we lost the recording. Oh, did we press record? Oh, no. Oh, is it? oh no, it is. That's fine. That's and so, all room. We've had, we've had dropouts on Zoom. We've had yeah. Tesco deliveries. We've had my 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 light melted. Oh yeah, your, <laughs> <laughs> your light melted one evening. Um, I lost my hair one evening. Um, it's, it's now, Mike. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so this is. I've kept mine, although I've got the lockdown locks and the uh, Corona. <laughs> Corona curves, I, curls. I, 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 I did want to say that you were looking a bit hippie-ish there, Anthony. Yes, yeah, no, it needs a cut. It needs a cut. We're not, we're not really quite sure what we, what we're intending to do, are we? Because it, it all started off with a, with a very drunken conversation just near the beginning of lockdown. That um, yes, Mike and I have done a couple of lectures in, in the past together, sort of double-handed ones, and we, we thought, you know, what wouldn't it be good during lockdown to, to just do one of our Mike and Julian lectures, and uh, and get it out if, if anyone's interested in watching it, you know, whatever. Um, and then you know, a couple of drinks later, it was, oh, we should do a weekly podcast, isn't we? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy enough to do. I just have yeah. another one, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and next thing we both knew, um, we're on number five and thinking, hmm, hang on. <laughs> well, I, but I think it's so good because if you look back and you go back, you know, 10, 15 years. You know, to act, we, we relied on the BBC and, you know, there was only a certain number of people who were broadcasting, whereas, again, digital has democratised it and it allows us to, you know, have a go at things and yeah. it's a bit of fun and, you know, great. I mean, and if you get 20 viewers or 100 or 1,000 or 10,000, you know, it's as long yeah. as people are enjoying it, it's, yeah. you know, it's good, isn't it? That's right. I think I think that's that's the strength of the whole thing is is we're actually enjoying this whole new digital Zoom technology, and that's why I kept you on the digital stuff earlier on, Anthony. You know, I, yeah. I've, I've prepared loads of stuff about football and and all sorts of stuff, but but what you were giving us then was some really good, valuable of the moment stuff that that we can yeah. with other people and. If they watch it, great. If they don't, then that's their loss. But but what I think, it, by and large, this what we call veterinary ramblings. We now call our show, don't we? Julia? And we yeah. we sort yeah. of look forward to our Wednesday evening of having a few too many drinks, and and that really is actually genuinely empty. <laughs> and was it full when you started? No, it was it's nice. Started. But you'll you'll see you'll see in the cut that when I actually make the gin in the in in the gin making section, which is pre-recorded, um, you'll notice that I actually make up two doubles. Yeah. Which is why Julian drew reference to that earlier on, the fact that I'd made up two doubles. Um, it was it was probably half full, and I will probably wake up with a bit of a hangover tomorrow. Um, but I've had a fabulous evening, and, and it's, for us, it, it's sort of become our COVID sanity. Yeah, well, you know, and everybody's doing them, aren't they? These Zoom meetings. But as you've said, 
you know, you use that with your client in, in Sweden and yeah. suddenly what could have been a very expensive trip over or you may not have gone over, you know, you made a sale and it's a digital sale basically. And, you know, part of that is because you've probably, you know, been using Zoom. And so it's become a skill that you can, yeah. you know, use in the future, isn't it, as well and develop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I do a lot of peripatetic um, ultrasound training. So I'll go to people's practices and teach them how yeah. to get the best out of their ultrasound. Now, again, that, that's, uh, that's up on hold at the moment during lockdown. Let's well, dry it up for you, isn't it? Well, completely. Yeah. But I was thinking the other day, actually, you know, I can't, I can't do that online because you know it's, it's a, it's a hands-on thing. And I thought, well, actually, is it? Because what we're doing is looking at a screen. <laughs> she's rushing. She's leaving. Yeah, 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 all right. Well, it's been really good fun. I've really enjoyed it. Have you really? Yeah, I have, honestly. There's no fingers crossed or anything, look. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Really, yeah. really appreciate it. Re- really appreciate it, Anthony. And, and if we've brought some light to your life on a, on a Wednesday evening, then yeah, we're Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, we are all a bit isolated at the moment, aren't we? And uh, yeah. sure. so it's always good to be together as well. Absolutely, it doesn't it doesn't feel at all isolating tonight. So no. we brought light into our life tonight, Anthony. Yeah, Thank and you two guys as well. Really good. Fun. Yeah, I've been doing. And great to see you again. And uh, give my love to your better half, Mike. <laughs> She's in the background here. Lo- yeah. Love to you as well. Not a problem. Oh, great. Mate, take, no, you're doing care. with you, Anthony. Good night. Good night. Take care. Bye bye. Good night, mate. Take care. Bye bye. Cheers. What a nice guy. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's episode of Veterinary Ramblings. We really appreciate all your support, and we can't thank you enough. Yeah. This week's episode is actually the last episode of season one. I can't believe that. Last episode. Hey, look, we really hope you've enjoyed the show so far. If you have, please give our Facebook page a like to keep updated with season two. Season two? Oh, <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I understand that next week we'll also be releasing some information to let everyone know about our upcoming merchandise campaign. <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled for that. We're giving away free eye peelers. I, what? We're doing veterinary rambling eye peelers? Eye peelers. Peels the cornea. No, sorry. That's the note from the producer saying the jokes are going to be cornea. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, well, that's not going to be too difficult, is it? So anyway, listen, keep in touch with us, like, follow, and we'll see you soon. We will indeed. May your dog go with you. May your dog go with you.